We have an election coming up, people, and a lot is at stake. But what does that mean for the future of black wealth? What are the candidates going to do that will have an effect on how you generate wealth and pass it on to the next generation? Let's go. All right, so welcome to the Black Money Matters podcast, powered by 960 Digital, the Financial Empowerment Academy, and the Wealth Empowerment Network, where we talk about all things black wealth. And who am I? I'm Marcus Warren, entrepreneur, financial advisor, tax-enrolled agent, and author of the Retirement and Tax Playbooks. And so today, I want to talk about Biden's plan for the black community in regards to wealth. Of course, he has a lot uh, on uh, the agenda for for um, uh, for African Americans, but I want to really hit on uh, the points that have to do with money and wealth. Uh, but before we do that, let's um, let's talk about the the current state. What's the current state of um, where we are um, in regards to being black and from an economic standpoint? So uh, you can't get away from uh, coronavirus, COVID. That has affected um, blacks um, in a disproportionate amount. Uh, of course, than uh, than any other uh, group that that's out there, and uh, just in regards to that, it, it's really um, devastated a lot of black-owned businesses, and it's led to really historic unemployment uh, amongst blacks. Um, of course, it's more than doubled uh, the number of of unemployed uh, by about. I guess there's about 1.2 million uh, people. Um, and then, of course, unemployment rates, especially among black, among black men, uh, is about 30% for black men that are 16 to 19 uh, years old and 27% uh, for uh, black men who are 20 uh, and 24 years old. And so um, it really has had an effect from at least generating income uh, on the labor side of things. And then for uh, those who own Black-owned businesses, businesses, especially Black-owned uh, small businesses, um, during uh, COVID, you know, we were basically twice as likely to close than any other small businesses, especially during the first few months of the recession. Um, and then we had the stimulus package go out, but um, the... I'll call it a botched delivery uh, of that financial assistance didn't really get into the hands of a lot of black and other minority owned businesses. Um, let's talk about the, the, the PPP paycheck protection program. Um, only 20% of small businesses in states and counties with the highest density of black owned businesses. Um, only 20% of businesses of, uh, got, got those funds. Um, and so there was uh, this issue of uh, money not getting into the hands of small businesses, particularly black owned uh, businesses quick enough. And a lot of us, uh, a lot of small owned businesses, uh, black owned businesses, I'm sorry, went um, out of business. And so here we are uh, a couple of weeks away from uh, the election. And um, what is Biden saying that he is going to do in regards to black wealth. Um, like I said earlier, um, there's a lot on his agenda in, in regards to um, uh, 
blacks uh, as a whole from uh, from uh, clean energy initiatives, um, healthcare initiatives, things of that nature. But I'm not going to focus on those things. Uh, I want to talk about things that affect that will affect our, our pocketbooks. And then, of course, we're always trying to build generational wealth. And I want to talk about those things. Uh, the first thing that I just want to hit on real lightly, um, because uh, it does have an effect on uh, wealth down the line, and that's education. And so what is Biden going to do in regards to um, um, higher education? He says he's going to make um, colleges more affordable. Uh, he's looking uh, to make public colleges and universities uh, tuition free for families that earn under one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. There you go. Um, And then he also says he wants to forgive all undergraduate tuition uh, related federal student debt from public colleges and universities. Um, And then, of course, private uh, HBCUs uh, for debt holders that earn uh, less than one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. So he's looking to alleviate debt. The best thing that you can do either going into college or getting out of college is not having that debt burden because that places uh, extra anxiety and stress on you as you try to enter the workforce. And when you don't have that debt, it's going to put you in a better financial situation moving forward. Um, and then uh, uh, Biden says he's going to invest around $70 billion in uh, HBCU. So there you go from the, uh, the education side of it. But um, let's talk about access to um, capital. So, Right now, uh, the federal government gives away about uh, $25 billion in loans, Um, $25 billion in loans, of which uh, black-owned businesses, we only get about $750 million of uh, that $250 billion uh, in loans. And I want to do some uh, quick uh, calculations here just um, to give you all um, some, some insight, uh, into that because it's, uh, you know, it's pretty, um, disheartening when, you know, we, we get that, that small, uh, percentage, I guess it's about 3% of those business loans, only black owned businesses only get about 3% of those. I did that real quick on my, my little calculator there. So, um, so Biden and Harris or Biden's plan, uh, they want to provide minority, they want to provide the minority business development agency with $5 billion in annual lending and investment to ensure that the capital flows directly to minority owned uh, businesses. And so, um, you know, that's a, that could potentially be a good thing because one of the things that can drive businesses forward is if they have access to capital and that has been lacking uh, a lot uh, for um, our businesses here. And so uh, they're going to do that um, on the labor side of it. They want to increase the minimum wage uh, across the board to $15 an hour. Um, and that would basically give uh, around 40% uh, of black workers a pay raise, uh, which works. Although, um, you know, the minimum wage, it's its always going to be minimum. Um, so, and what I mean by that is we had a minimum wage. When, when I first started working, I made $3.35 an hour. Now the minimum wage, you know, has, has I guess, doubled. It's about $7 and some change, at least uh, a national, the, the, the national um, minimum wage. Uh, and so you now increase the national minimum wage to $15 an hour. That's still going to be minimum because when employers have to pay out more money, 
they are going to generally increase their prices. And so that $15 is still going to be minimum and going to buy. Um, and the purchasing power of that $15 an hour isn't going to be as great um, as it is down the line. Now, initially, a $15 an hour minimum wage might might be good to go because it, it, it's going to infuse uh, people with extra money. But then prices adjust and that $15 isn't going to then be enough. And we'll be talking about raising the minimum wage again down the line. But um, you know, it's, it's, it's good for the short term. Um, what else? Um, home ownership, uh, which is really the way to create, um, uh, wealth, especially in the black community. Um, and, uh, what the Biden campaign wants to do, uh, administration wants to do is they want to, um, address the racial disparities, disparities in home ownership by creating a $15,000 tax credit, uh, for buyers to purchase their first home, um, right now, about 74% of white families own their homes compared to just 44% of black families. And so um, by uh, creating this uh, $15,000 uh, down payment tax credit for first-time home buyers, uh, hopefully that um, uh, closes that gap in, in home ownership. Um, then the last thing I want to talk about is, you know, I guess we could talk about credit, um, uh, and what Biden wants to do in regards to uh, credit is he wants to uh, create a new public credit reporting division within the, co- the within the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau to provide consumers with a government option that seeks to minimize uh, some of the racial disparate uh, disparities. Um, uh, for example, um, they want to ensure that the algorithm that is used for credit scoring that it doesn't have a discriminatory impact. Um, and they also want to accept non-traditional sources of data like rental history and utility bills to establish credit because, um, you know, if you don't own anything and you're renting um, and you don't have credit history, uh, right now you can't even use your rental history or any utility, uh, you, you pay in your, your gas or electric bill as means of showing that you can, uh, that you have a good credit history. But now they're looking at, at, at those ways to, to, um, uh, to include that on your credit report. So, so that's a good thing. So um, those are a, a few things that uh, the Biden administration is promising during this election campaign. Uh, we'll see uh, if he gets elected, how many of those things will actually come to fruition. But uh, there it is. Uh, that's all I have. Um, what I'm going to talk about on the next pod is I'm going to talk about Trump's plan for the black community uh, AKA his platinum plan. But um, as always, if y'all have any questions, you can email me at wealthempowernetwork.com. That is wealthempowernetwork.com. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you think. And uh, we will go from there. All right. Until next time. 